Adam, Tove, are you ready for us to call this meeting to order? I would love to call this meeting to order as soon as possible. Well, good, because it's time for another staff meeting. Oh, that's perfect. These staff meetings are out of control. (laughs) They certainly are. However, before we begin, would you believe that we actually have a guest? I would believe it because, you know, the staff meetings are unruly and chaotic. So it wouldn't surprise me at all that we have a guest to join us today. We've actually never have had a guest on a, at a staff meeting before. That's correct. This is the first time and we have a new caller to the show for the staff meeting. But um, would the caller please enter their vocal password to join the staff meeting? <clears throat> Welcome, Derek. Yes, hey. that was perfect. I, I've never been introduced as such, and it was it was really alarming. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Many of you should should recognize that. That, of course, is Derek from the Wild Pitch Podcast. Welcome, Derek. Thank you. Thank you for having me here in uh, you know this meeting. It's yeah, great thanks. to have you as a part of the staff meeting. Thanks for joining. Yeah, thanks. Us. Thanks for attending our meeting. <laughs> yeah. Hey. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get started with our agenda. We're going to begin today with September birthdays. Aha. Uh-huh. Who do we have first, Toph? Well, actually, Adam, your birthday's in September, isn't it? Okay. I'm really getting tired of you not knowing when my birthday is, and then even though I tell you every time, and I know you're doing it just to yank my chain, but screw you, bro. So you're saying your birthday's not in September? No, and it's not. It wasn't in September or August. I know you're just trying to wind me up, and it's working. All right, well, let's move on then. Carrie McGinnis, the founder of Blazing Caribou Studios, her husband's birthday was on September 1st. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, and then a couple days later, on September the 3rd, was the birthday of Josh Hallmark. He of Karen and Ellen Letters, uh, Our Americana Playlist, and a bunch of other great projects. Good dude. And just a few days after that, and actually yesterday, was the birthday of our guest today, Derek Glasscock. Derek, happy birthday, man. It was my birthday, and I'm old. Feeling old. (laughs) Well, you don't sound old, all right? And that's all that matters on podcasts, because you don't see anything. (laughs) (laughs) No, so I I have been told that I sound at least 60 years old on my podcast. (laughs) 60 years old? It was like a comment. I I can't remember what the thread was. I, I think it was on Facebook about something that, uh, like, hey, everybody out there, you know, uh, not in their 20s, but like a little bit older podcasters, blah, blah, blah. And I chimed in and then I was told, oh, I thought you were at least 60. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I could see 59, but not 60. <laughs> I know. That's what I, <laughs> man. Don't put you older than you are. Jeez. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I wouldn't have said 60 ever, man. <laughs> well, well, not 60 anymore. I just had a birthday. 61. Sixty one, the big six one, man. Yep. You know, it's all downhill from here. Yeah, that's, that's what they say. Uh, I'm on the wrong side of sixty. <laughs> awesome. Okay, well, also celebrating a birthday this month is Matthew Chomo, oh, and cool. Matthew is Paul Chomo's son and technical genius. Gentlemen, Matthew turns twenty one on Thursday. Ah, uh, the big two one. Time for a delicious adult soda pop. <laughs> that's right. Okay, another birthday from our group. Fellow intern Lucy Johnson has a birthday on September 16th. Ah, felicidades. Happy birthday, Lucy. Then Chris Osborne of Play Comics Podcast celebrates a birthday on the 18th. Funny dude. And then our buddy Mike from Hashtag Adulting and Other Bad Ideas. His birthday is on the 19th. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah. 
Now, we don't need a special reason for Derek to join us on the show, but in this case, we actually have one. Oh. And Derek, you posted something I think we all found amazing uh, in the Gravity Beard interns. Why don't you tell us what it was? So, like, I caught a glimpse of it on Facebook, and I was like, oh, this is amazing. And it was an advertisement, look dated, for Mickey Rooney's Potato Fantasy Family Restaurant. It hit all of these amazing notes of just ridiculousness, like, a three-pound plate of potatoes for dinner for a buck twenty-nine, all sorts, all sorts of terrific little things. Live drumming Sunday nights, and then you said, "Derek, you need to come on and talk about Mickey Rooney uh, and his potato fantasy." And I have no idea what his potato fantasy would be, but I will say that this baked potato, as I look at it, does have a bit of a female genitalia quality to it um <laughs> right it, we'll, it does. we'll go past that and as i was doing research trying to find i wanted to find a menu of this mickey rooney's potato fantasy and i couldn't find one but then i found one crafty redditor his name is flucky ducky and he made this and i was like oh no so flucky ducky it, it like really fooled me but it led me down this other amazing path of mickey rooney and he actually was kind of uh, uh had a bunch of crazy ideas that you might think were inspired by three random elements uh uh, Mickey's two ball of golf, a chair indoor golf, <laughs> uh, rip offs, disposable undergarments for men and women, uh, tip offs, a disposable bra, uh, puppy pop, a bubbly drink for dogs, uh, Mickey Rooney's school of dance. I mean, that's just crazy in itself. So Mickey Rooney was a bit of a crazy entrepreneur who sadly, well, I, do we want to do we want to bum out the vibe here? Yeah. Sure. He died in poverty because because his son-in-law stole all his money when he was elderly. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I like it that as you shared that note, you were you were holding back laughter. <laughs> yeah, well, not, not well, no. Well, I mean, it's not funny, but it's like one of those like uh, of course <laughs> this whole pardon my French. You can leave that out. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so he was a he was a victim of of uh, e- e- elder abuse. So there you go, poor Mickey Rooney. Can I say though that this like Mickey Rooney, like the name Mickey Rooney's Potato Fantasy Family Restaurant, sounds exactly like the prompt you would get on the Wild Pitch. Like it, you got three oh, words: sure. <laughs> yeah. Potato Fantasy Rooney. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, here we go. I think the three of us are just old enough that we've heard of Mickey Rooney, mm-hmm. but the reality is that he was a huge star at one point. Yeah, yeah he was the, in the what forties into fifties or whatever. Like for two and a half mm-hmm. years, he was like the biggest box office draw. He was a big deal. Mm-hmm. But but I, I, even if it's fake, I still really enjoy this this potato restaurant ad. Mickey Rooney's Potato Fantasy Family Restaurant. There's a cu- First of all, if you look up the address, they did get one thing wrong. The address on here is 4810 Ethel Street. It's actually Ethel Avenue, mm. but it is just off Riverside between Fulton and Coldwater. That's an wow. actual place in, in North Hollywood. Yeah, and uh, I saw somebody say that that address is really close to the Church of Scientology address. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. In, in that area, yeah. I do like it that the plate of food is a potato with three sides of potatoes in different forms. <laughs> yes. So, like, I, 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 that, I love that, and I was just thinking about that very thing, and I was like, man, you know what? This looks really good. I'd probably eat that plate 
three full pounds for a buck twenty nine and have four different kinds of potatoes on my plate. <laughs> <laughs> like I'd probably chow down, man. Of those three full pounds, two pounds are that baked potato in that middle. There's no question. That is 100% sure. Yeah. And that pat of butter. That baked potato is huge. As with many types of comedy, you know, so, some of the most hilarious stuff is in the details. If you look at the very fine print down the bottom, it has one of my favorite notes, and that is no tipping ever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Before we move on, Derek, if you'll do me one favor, and that is in the same way that you would read one of your pitches, will you read the, if you can read it, the dialogue in the middle of the ad? Yes. Good call. Sure, sure. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, you know, when I got the random elements of potato, Mickey Rooney, and fantasy, I, <laughs> you know, I, I didn't know what to think. I love potatoes. Mickey Rooney was my favorite actor from Pete's Dragon, uh, <laughs> the original one. So uh, I was thinking, like, what does Mickey love? And he loves to eat, and he loves to eat heartily. So I came up with this. Uh, Mickey is very excited about his all-new restaurant. What a great country where a fella can offer up hot spuds to whoever wants to eat them. Kapow! And here at Mickey Rooney's Potato Fantasy Family Restaurant, he does just that. He serves great potato dishes at great potato prices to great potato families like yours. But you don't have to bring anyone. Come on in by yourself, says Mickey, and we'll talk about me. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and that is Mickey Rooney's Potato Fantasy Family Restaurant. To which I would then query you, sir, do you uh, have, you know, catering options available? Is it dine-in only? Can you do takeout? Is it delivery? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, we, we do not have carry-out because we do not have bags that are sturdy enough to hold three full pounds of potatoes in them. <laughs> but we do have a beer and wine bar that you can, you can pull up a stool and enjoy a giant potato with some potato vodka. Oh, potato vodka. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Well, that's great. Now, do you have any happy hour or anything like that? We do. Well, not quite a whole hour, but we do feature a happy half hour. <laughs> and if you come in on Sundays, there is live drumming on Sunday yes. nights. Yes. That's right up my alley, man. This is perfect. And so now the Grand Royale, which is which is the feature here at Mickey Rooney's Potato Fantasy, which is a giant two-pound baked potato covered in butter, sour cream, and chives with a side of French fried potatoes, a side of fried potatoes, and another side of mashed potatoes. That's a buck twenty-nine. So you have to bring in the whole family because orders over five dollars, you will get some free bread with that. So wow. that's great. And wow. we have stuff for the kids. We have a kids menu as well. Is a kids menu like for you know husky kids? Is there is there a, is there a plate for them? Is it like maybe three point five pounds? Well, uh. so no, the husky kids can can just order off the adult menu like I always <laughs> okay, did. Okay. But like a normal kid, you know, you, you you don't maybe you don't get a full baked potato, but you just get like a pile of red potatoes, um, like boiled red potatoes, maybe some <laughs> olive oil and and, uh, and salt on them. Uh, yeah, you know, there, there's tons of options there. Um, potato pancakes. Uh, French fried potatoes, all the good stuff. And we are very, very aware of the times that we live in. So if you are a senior or a veteran, free handshakes. Oh, man, that is <laughs> now, that is just perfect. Okay, now here's another question. Mm -hmm. Can I substitute any of this configuration? No, there is absolutely no substitutions. <laughs> 
Okay, yeah. so I, I can't swap out, you know, like if I want potatoes au gratin, I can't swap that out for like fries or anything. No, you cannot. You, uh, the Grand Royal comes as is the baked potato, the fries, <laughs> the mashed potatoes, the scalloped potatoes, uh, the fried potatoes. They're all there. Now, if you want to withhold one of them, you totally can. We just cannot substitute it because that combination is at such a great value to you that, uh, you know. We, we don't know how to, like, make that substitution in and not be ripping ourselves off. Right. I, I think that that's a really good business point. Mm-hmm. So I just have one question before we move on. Sure. Are there any delicious dessert items that I could add to this? That's a good question. I was just going to ask that. Yeah. Now, uh, when I tell you what I'm, what I'm about to tell you, you're going to be like, that doesn't sound good. But Mickey says, he says, you know, try them. It's potato <laughs> shakes. It's a milkshake <laughs> wow. with potatoes in there. Yeah. Wow. Thick, thick. And Mickey recommends we try them. Yes. Yeah. He says, he says try them. It's like, what do you got to lose? You know, you're already in Mickey Rooney's Potato Fantasy Family Restaurant. You you know what you, you don't walk on the lot unless you're looking to buy. And you came in here knowing you're getting potatoes. So why not top it off with a potato shake? Oh, man. Oh, man. You are a master at your craft, sir. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So now is Mickey is Mickey Rooney present at any of his locations? Well, Mickey Rooney's been dead for eight years. So no, maybe even longer than that. Mickey he's been dead for he's been dead for a minute, so no. But we do have Mickey Rooney impersonators and at our uh at the home base, the 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 original Mickey Rooney's Potato Fantasy, we do have an animatronic Mickey Rooney's band that will play uh, for your birthday and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, perfect. <laughs> well, just remember that, you know, death holds no sway or authority on this week today or in the staff meeting, so... I know. He'll probably call. <laughs> 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 yes, that's right. Perfect. <laughs> But I do, I do want to see the, you know, you know, probably the inspiration for the Chuck E. Cheese animatronic band, the Mickey Rooney animatronic band. Yeah, the Mickey Rooney Potato Fantasy. There's a, there's a Mickey Rooney gorilla that plays the <laughs> that plays the organ. There's a, there's like a like a sassy female Mickey Rooney dog that plays the guitar. Uh, and and then there's another like old Mickey Rooney parrot that like talks uh, talks back to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm sold. I want a whole plate of potatoes right now. Who wouldn't? Yeah. <laughs> you don't come on the lot if you're not ready to buy, man. <laughs> yeah, if you're not looking to buy. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. wow. What, what, a, what a pitch. What a pitch, dude. This is great. Derek, thank you for coming through in spades for us on that. <laughs> I do what I can. You are a master of your craft, man. Yeah, that was amazing. I'll let the listeners know that if for some reason they haven't heard Derek's podcast, the Wild Pitch Podcast, that was a very good example of what you'll get on his show. So (laughs) tune into that. Okay, well, let's move on. Next item on the meeting agenda. Derek, this may come as a surprise to you, but there's a very popular film that I promised that you and I've seen that until yesterday, or was it today, Adam? Today, like when you texted me about asking me if I had watched it, I was watching it. (laughs) Okay, then until just a few hours ago, Adam had not seen this iconic comedy film. And so I asked him to to go watch it, and then he's going to give us a micro movie review. Adam, would you like to tell us what film it is? Yes, today I screened for the first time after its release, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Wow. Runtime of one hour and 30 minutes, released in 1982. Okay, so Adam... 
Yes. In in two minutes or less, uh-huh. from the perspective of a person who hasn't seen it until earlier today, <laughs> yes. <clears throat> give us a micro movie review of Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Can I request that you do it in the voice of Spicoli? <laughs> no, because I wouldn't have enough time. <laughs> <laughs> two minutes or less, Adam's micro movie review. Okay, so this Fast Times at Ridgemont High was actually a lot more saucy than I thought it would be for a movie in 1982. It's your classic high school, you know, review where all the actors look like they're about 45 and are playing high school students. Um, And it goes through the trials and tribulations of a young girl learning uh, her way through navigating relationships with boys and men lying about her age the whole time. It also follows... uh, uh, love struck guy who really does want his girlfriend and struggles with his love troubles. Uh, it follows with a nerd who wants to get with some girls and he struggles through his journey. And it also shows the frustrations of some teachers just trying to get kids to go to school and learn and be good students as well as, and, and you can't forget this type of movie without the classic trope of the stoner played by Sean Penn. Um, overall, I was very in, interested to see how much nudity and bad language there was at a movie at this at, at this again from 1982 i don't think i was expecting that much i mean i didn't mind any of the, the things that went on in the movie i was just surprised was it not rated r yeah i just wasn't expect. i was expecting like ferris bueller's day off i guess we're like you know the breakfast club and oh, uh no. this was <laughs> yeah i feel like i should have looked before i mean like i said i don't care but it was it was really funny so um yeah, I mean, it was it was your classic teenage high school movie from the 80s overall, and overall pretty funny. And I love Judge Reinhold. I think that he is hysterical. And this was a movie that sets up a lot of the classic scenes that you see, like the diving board scene with the girl that was revisited, I mean, just in movie after movie. Um, and Okay, and, and just, just to pause there, that's actually why I told Adam to go watch it, which shouldn't be a surprise to anybody, because I was eight when this movie came out. Derek, I think you were around the same age, mm-hmm. eight or nine. Mm-hmm. And so that girl was played by Phoebe Cates, and that yep. diving board scene is absolutely legendary. And yes. so a, a couple episodes back, we celebrated the birthday of Phoebe Cates, and that, that scene is so iconic, and Adam hadn't seen it. Because uh, uh, I said, hey, it's Phoebe Cates' birthday, and I kind of made a big deal about it. And Adam's like, who's Phoebe Cates? So I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and so I immediately assigned him the homework of going to watch Fast Times at Ridgemont High. For those that ha- haven't seen it, the three people in the world that have not seen the movie, Adam is no longer on that list. The uh-huh. movie has has a long list of, of major actors in it. It does. I mean, and I love Mr. Hand, the teacher. Yes. <laughs> what well, is yes. with this truancy? <laughs> that was classic. But I mean, yeah, the, the the list is crazy. Sean Penn, Jennifer Jason Lee, Judge Reinhold, um, Phoebe Cates, Ray Walston. I mean, uh, Forrest Whitaker was in it. How cool is that? Forrest Whitaker, yeah. yeah. I was like, dude, he's young and his eye isn't as crossed as it, it is right now. <laughs> right. So, but it was it was definitely like the nostalgic '80s movie. Pretty awesome. But, it, but it's a fantastic film, isn't it? It really, really is, I and mean, it's really funny. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely awesome. Good. Well, thanks thanks for taking on that assignment. I hope you thought it was worth your time. It de- it definitely was. I'm glad I you know paid the three dollars to rent it from Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth at least three dollars. At least three bucks. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next item on our agenda, and that would be toilet paper poll part two. Over or under? And this is actually something you you posted, Adam. I feel like this is a really important issue. 
It is. It is. Well, I'm just going to get right down to it because it wasn't even close. We did a Facebook poll as we normally do. The results were 29 to 2 overhanded. Because that's the correct way to do it. That's what the patent shows. For sure. There were a couple of people that, that voted neither. Okay. <laughs> and, they, and they commented in the group. Oh, that's true. And Clay Groves was one of them. And he commented and said that he likes to put it on the back of the toilet just to make his wife crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Now, most of us wouldn't poke, poke the bear uh, like that. But he also says he likes to throw rocks at beehives. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah, that guy lives. He's a wildlife man. Wildlife. If you know Clay Groves, that fits in perfectly. So, regarding those that like to go underhand, Jim Weir thought that they might be aliens that invaded us. You actually suggested that they might be part of a sleeper cell and probably the same people in collusion with Big Banana. I stand on that. Yeah, I think that's possible. Yeah. Uh, Luke, Luke Umshied was uh, more understanding. He said, now, now, we need to have some understanding. They may have a, a glute, gluteal papin dyslexia or disorder. <laughs> also a fair point. Yeah, now I looked that up and that's not a thing. But thank you, Luke, anyways. <laughs> as long as it's not papal, because then that would be something totally different. <laughs> <laughs> the ass pope. <laughs> ass pope. <laughs> nice one, Derek. <laughs> yeah. So the next item on our, on our agenda is, well, this is going to sound familiar to you, Derek. It comes from your co-host on the pop-up film cast, Keith. Oh, he's full of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he thought he would bring our next debate to the table, and that is what we're calling the potato salad debate. Ooh, this sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. So like some of our previous debates, this actually got fairly heated. More on that in just a minute when we get to the comments. The original d- debate was if you like it or not. But then it got complicated because uh, a debate formed within the debate, which was which type of potato salad. So... Let's start this time with the, the poll results, and then we'll get on to the other stuff. 11 of the 23 respondents, including me, voted yum yum gimme some. Huh. Now, eight, <laughs> eight more, including you, Adam, said they would eat it if it was available at a barbecue. That I created that option. You did, which, yeah. which basically is in favor of potato salad, right? Sure. Okay, so that's, that's pro. That's pro potato salad. Now, unfortunately, Keith... Sarah Stapleton, Paul Combs, and Leslie Morgan, you have lost the potato salad debate. In your face. A win occurs when you're on the majority side. (laughs) (laughs) As we've learned in a previous episode. Derek, did you vote in the potato salad debate? No, I I will admittedly say I've been ultra busy lately, so I missed this poll. But the fact that it was even like like an attempted debate uh, is, is disturbing within itself. Potato salad is amazing. So there it is. Boom. All kinds of potato salad. Yeah, I agree. German potato salad, normal potato salad, potato salad with bacon in it. Oh, that's the best. Mm-hmm. Other kinds. I'm sure there's other stuff. It's all good. Why, why would you raise the debate if you're going to say if you were if you were on the negative side? Like, oh, I hate potato salad. It's like somebody like he. So if this was Keith, and I know Keith, he was probably surrounded by a bunch of people eating potato salad, talking about how great it was, and he doesn't like potato salad, so he's like, well, I'm going to find some sort of validation somewhere. So he took it to the, the Gravity Beard <laughs> interns, and they turned on him. He got stomped on. He was hoping for he was hoping for at least five or six people to say, yeah, potato salad sucks, but could only get four. So, Well, and that includes him. So it was him and three others. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he can raise three additional support votes. Yeah. Derek, where did you fall in the cheesecake debate? I love cheesecake. <sighs> Get out. 
<laughs> see, you keep stepping in that. I'm just, I'm just checking. I'm just checking. I can see. <laughs> he keeps putting his finger in the air, and the uh, and the temperature hasn't changed. <laughs> mm, <nope. laughs> Among those that like it, Britsky Cawthon of Turn of Phrases and Luke Umshide prefer it to be mayo based. Mm. And Josh Hallmark, who we mentioned earlier from Our Americana, he loves it as long as it's made with mustard and vinegar. Mm. Now, both of those sound delicious to me, so I don't... Yeah, that sounds great. I'm, I'm fine with the mustard option. I'm fine with the mayo. The mayo. And as you said, Derek, I mean, heck, it's really it's really hard to do potato salad poorly. Yeah. German potato salad is one of my favorites. I love that. The, it's served hot with the vinegar base. Yeah, that's really good. All right. So thanks, Keith, for bringing the potato salad debate to the table. Sorry you got your ass handed Thanks, to Keith. <laughs> nice. Now, I do feel like we may have to have Keith on in a, in a future episode to answer for himself. So we may nah. do that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Clear your schedule. <laughs> we'll have you on as soon as possible. Okay, let's move on to the next item. And this is coming from Tiff Franks, who is responsible for the segment we like to call No Thanks, I'd Rather Starve. Yes. Now, she's posted many, many of these, and most of them are horrifying and disgusting. The reason I'm bringing up this one is because something happened with all of her posts that's never happened before. Because what's happened is she she posts these, and then our friend Jim has come along, and he's assigned them a one through a five scale on how disgusting they are, with yes. one being the least disgusting and five being unbelievably disgusting. So for the first time, she actually posted one that got a five. What she posted, and, and Derek, I don't remember if you, po- if you commented on this or not, she posted a jar of potted shrimp. Hmm. I did not see the potted shrimp. It was mortifying. It was very disturbing. And it even had kind of a configuration that almost looked like there was a little face inside. Oh, I did see that picture. Yes. Looked delicious. Yeah. So so congratulations to Tiff. You've actually made it all the way to the five on the one to five scale on Jim's one to five scale of disgusting. That's impressive. She posted another one shortly after that was called creamy dried beef mold. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. which just that combination of words is possibly the grossest thing I've ever heard of, but it also looked really disgusting. Yeah, uh, Paul Chumma was not a big fan of that, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and he has real mixed results because Paul has a giant food box. Yeah, he does. There's a lot of things on his list that he would eat that most people wouldn't eat. Yeah, I'm going to guess that creamy beef mold was looking too moist for him, so. Uh, <laughs> Either way, it was it was horrifying. And um, I, I guess what I would say is uh, keep up the good work, Tiff. Yeah, she's killing it. For sure. Okay, so a few weeks ago, we recognized National Tell-A-Joke Day. And Moxie Labouche of Your Brain on Facts was nice enough to call the hotline and leave a funny joke. Oh, perfect. And then I, and then I posted something in our Facebook group asking people about their superpowers. So we got a few messages with both, and then we got some other miscellaneous messages. And here's the first one. Hey, Toph. Hey, Adam. This is Paul, Environments Podcast, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? If you guys want a joke, I'll give you a joke. Guy goes to the doctor for a checkup. Doctor checks him over, leaves the room, comes back in with a glass of water, and he says, I'm sorry, sir, I have really bad news for you. He says, I'm afraid you have cancer and you have Alzheimer's. And the guy says, well, at least I don't have cancer. (laughs) 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 Oh, thanks, Paul. That was excellent. All right, that's a good good start. Next, we have uh, Luke Umshide, another intern in our group, and here's his joke. Hey, good afternoon, guys. This is Luke, or at least I hope so, because I'm wearing his underwear. 
<laughs> and I thought I'd share a couple of my really stupid dad jokes with you guys. Those are the best. First of yep. all, why do gorillas have big nostrils? Because they have big fingers. <laughs> nice. Why are fence installers experts at Facebook? Because they're always putting up posts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Why did Yakov Smirnoff shows never last more than 15 minutes? Well, of course, because he's Russian. <laughs> and finally, one of my favorites. Why do you never let a Pokemon into the bathroom? Why? Because they peek at you. <laughs> but you know what? If there's one thing that I want you to always remember, it's that. <laughs> very clever. I see what you did there, Luke. That was good, Luke. Those were very, very dad, dad jokes. Perfect. All right, let's move on to some superpowers. First, uh, again, Clay Groves from Fish Nerds. Here's his superpower. Hey, this is Clay from the Fish Nerds. Uh, award-winning podcast now, I guess. Hey, right, listen, uh, so I saw on your Facebook group thing, on the Gravity Beard Interns, that you wanted to know what was my superpower. Uh, I think your, your ability to catch almost anything before it follows it. That's pretty amazing. Um, and and, and uh, so my, my superpower is people like me. That's it. No matter where I go. I start talking to people, and then people are my friends. Uh, that's it. I'm a friendly guy. If that's, uh, so instead of being your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, I'm your, your friendly neighborhood man. Friendly man. Worst it's a superhero power superpower. ever. If we ever get attacked by villains, I'll walk up to the bad guy and I'll say, hey, Mr. Bad Guy, and I will lose. Um, or maybe we'll become best friends and either I'll become a bad guy or he'll become a good guy. Although bad guy with much cooler costumes. So that's a whole different talk. Thanks for doing what you do. I enjoy your show. Uh, and this is my first time calling in. So, again, this is Clay from Fish Nerds. Love ya. Bye. Thanks, Clay. Well, that's a good superpower, though. A little risky on the front lines against an evil overlord. But overall, I think that many people would benefit from that superpower. Yeah, that's a pretty good superpower. Okay. Well, our next superpower comes from Science C. McScience Face. Uh, hell yeah. This is uh, Corey McCord, also known as Sciencey McScience Face, the Gentleman Samurai. And I'm calling regarding what my odd superpower is. I can tie a cherry stem in a knot with my tongue. If the cherry stem's long enough, I can tie it in more than one knot with my tongue. And if anyone thinks that's not a superpower, you just ask any of the ladies that I've ever been with. <laughs> Apparently he's done that cherry trick a lot, so that's why that's why a lot of people would know. <laughs> he's, he, he did say that in a way like, you know, I've been around. <laughs> or I've heard and seen plenty of people do the cherry stem trick. I've never heard anybody tie two knots in the same cherry stem. And that's why his power is super, not just power. <laughs> Good point. Our next superpower comes from our buddy Dave from Cleveland. Oh, Dave from Cleveland. Hi, this is David Calicchio. This is uh, my first compulsory voice message. Mm. Um, and I'm answering the question about what my superpower is. Um, I can make the armpit fart noise with my chest. What? You're welcome. Talk to you later. What? Bye. All right. Well, he needs to post that on Facebook because that seems like a really crazy superpower. Yeah, D <clears throat> Dave, if you want to, then... Um 
video yourself performing your superpower and post it for us. Yeah, but I mean, thank you for calling in, first of all. And second of all, you now have a homework assignment. <laughs> Which will happen in our staff meetings. That is 100% true. You can walk away from a staff meeting with a homework assignment, as Adam knows. <laughs> Second time. Dang it. What's, now, hold on. Before, before, before we move on, can, do you mind if I interject here? Uh, Please. D- d- uh, is he suggesting he can make that noise with only his chest or with his hand on his chest? I've never seen him actually perform this particular superpower, so I'm not sure. I would assume he's using his hand somehow. Well, I mean, he just said the armpit noise, he can make it with his chest. So... It sounds That's like he has true. like a bronchial problem or something like that. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm worried about him now. Dave in Cleveland. That's that was it. That's who that was, right, Dave? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Man, see yep. a doctor. <laughs> a bronchial problem. Should also find out if he was able to make that fart noise with his chest prior to moving to Cleveland. Because <laughs> the two could be, it could be corollary. I'm, I'm just I'm just saying. I mean, correlation, you know, it's ca- you know, does not mean causation. However, it's Cleveland, so. Mm-hmm. Well, perhaps we need to put together a small contingency of interns and do an intern field trip. Dude, that would be <laughs> awesome. A detachment. <laughs> a, a well-being check on Dave? <laughs> yeah, we're going to do a well check on Dave. Are you okay? <laughs> that's exactly right. Okay, well, that's all of our jokes and superpowers. Now we're just going to move on to general hotline business. Wait, Chris, do you have a superpower? Mine is I can keep, I can prevent most, I can catch most things before they fall. Oh, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, good one. What about you, Derek? I can cook a bagel without burning it. Ooh. Like every time. <laughs> that's a, Interesting. <laughs> that's an important skill. If you like bagels, it is. You've almost, if never, burned a bagel. I have never burned a bagel. Never? Not never. even like an everything bagel? Nope. Not wow. even an everything bagel. I mean, that that's a bona fide superpower. That, yeah. I think that, that qualifies. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And what was yours, Adam? I can do speed of light beer runs. Oh, that's right. I love that one. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a, it is definitely a superpower, and I, I'm, I'm blessed to, to have it. Yeah, so Adam Adam can be at just about any social gathering, disappear and come back with a fresh round of beer and no one notices he's gone because he does it so quickly. That's right. That's right. Now, it's, it's, that is actually, as funny as it is, it's awesome and has happened. <laughs> oh, no, I believe it. I mean, that, that's the thing about this whole conversation is that everybody's superpower is stuff that they've applied over and over again. Exactly. Fantastic. Okay, well, let's move on to the rest of our messages. Here's the first one. Okay, guys. This is Mike from the Hashtag Adulting and Other Bad Ideas podcast. Mike. I am just finishing up listening to your NFL prediction show, and I just had a couple things to say. Uh, First of all, you Cowboys idiots. (laughs) Uh, I I know that I live in Dallas with you guys, but I was born in, in, uh, in Boston, raised in Philadelphia. And for anybody thinking that Philadelphia is not even going to make the playoffs, you have no idea what they're talking about. Uh, I don't think that they're going to be as strong as they were last year due to injuries. I will agree with that because I'm a sports fan first and not just one of those dumb people that sits and spews out crap about their team. Like, oh, we're the best. I'm, I'm just a fan because I live there. So I will agree that they will not be as good as they were last year, but they will make the playoffs, and we'll see what happens if we can pull off a miracle again. Bold prediction. Uh, everything else, you guys... You know, I agree with Houston, Minnesota, Green Bay. Um, you know, the Rams look really good. I just think, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be a very, very interesting season. I do, as much as it breaks my heart, agree that the Giants 
might have a little bit of something coming out of there, uh, you know, especially picking up Saquon Barkley. And they've got some good receivers, and the defense is good, so could be a surprise pick. Cowboys, I don't think that they're even going to make the playoffs. I hate to tell you. I'm really sorry. I know you love your team. Perhaps for having, you know, faith in your team, but come on, guys. Let's be realistic. So, anyways, I'll stop rambling about sports. Go Eagles. Can't wait for football. Love listening to the show. Uh, yeah. Let's go play hockey again, Tof. Adios. Okay, I'll, I'll respond to this. So he's res- he's responding to our NFL prediction show that we released last week, last Monday. Now, for the record, we did have somebody on the show, and I think it might have been might have been everybody except for me. I picked the Eagles to win the division, so that's it. So he's wow. not he's not directing that message at me. I picked the Eagles to win. Wow. How, however, I think it's going to be a very close division, and Nick Foles is starting the season for them. And he's not playing that great, so I mean it could go either way. But I, but for the record, I did pick the Eagles to win. Has so. he played great though, Nick Foles? He won the Super Bowl last year, so that's pretty good. He had a great three games. Aside from that three game stretch, that was the most critical of his career. All right. <laughs> I mean, if if I was going to have a journeyman quarterback on my team, I'd love for him to play his best football and in when, the Super Bowl in the biggest games of the the league. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So, however they got there, they won the Super Bowl and yeah. they won 13 games. So, fair enough. Whatever. I'm not going to get into a deep conversation about the NFC East, but there were definitely guys on the show that predicted the Eagles to miss the playoffs. So, wow. All right. Here we go. Here's our next message. Hey, hey, Chris. Hey, Adam. How you guys doing? It's your podcast, Grandpa Frank. Hey, Grandpa Frank. Oh, I Grandpa apologize. Frank. It's been such a while since I called you back, but I've been busy. Thank you for the batteries. We got the remote working again. Yeah. And now your grandma doesn't have to bug me every two seconds when I'm falling asleep in the recliner. Anyway, last episode I heard some jokes, and it got me thinking about back in the day. Your grandma Lois and I, we would host some parties at our house, and we'd sit around your grandma. She'd make that great bologna cake. Oh, it was legendary. It's great on a cracker. <laughs> then we'd have a couple drinks, and next thing you know, the jokes would start flying. Here's just a few of my favorite from back in the days. Nice. Bring it, Grandpa a Frank. A woman was on trial for beating her husband to death with his guitar collection. The judge asked her, is this first offender? She <laughs> said, no. First a Gibson, then an offender. <laughs> <laughs> What's wow. the difference between a poorly dressed man on a tricycle and a well-dressed man on a bicycle? What? A tire. <laughs> and finally, what's orange and sounds like a parrot? A carrot. <laughs> that one always killed every time. <laughs> uh, maybe we had a few too many drinks. Maybe it was the bologna cake. I don't know. Anyway, guys, I got I to gotta get going. I hear your grandma Lois coming down the stairs, and I'm supposed to be doing some work in the garage. Talk to you guys later. Bye. <laughs> Yay, Grandpa Frank. Another excellent call from Grandpa Frank. Yeah, great jokes. Thanks for sending those in. Derek, did you have anything you wanted to say about Grandpa Frank? I think I know Grandpa Frank. I've met him before, I think. However, I will say this. All these people calling in, they're very nice. But none of them, none of them say, hey, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> they all said, hey, Tove, hey, Adam. 
<laughs> but none have said, hey, Derek, and I'm feeling a little left out over here. So, you know, I, I would say this. If you're calling in the hotline, you don't know if there's going to be a guest here. So you should say, hey, Adam, hey, Toph, or and, and guest. <laughs> uh, excellent point. I'm just saying. No, I think I think that's great. You never know who's going to be calling into the staff meeting. Yeah, you never know. I mean, I'm here. Yeah, that that's good advice to future callers. I'm a person with feelings, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and and you don't burn bagels. I mean, yes, perfectly cooked bagels every time. Yeah, you're talking to a guy that's never burned a bagel. Has show some respect. Yeah, no, no kidding. Well, perhaps this perhaps this next message will be addressed to Derek. We'll find out. Yeah, hey there. I'd like to get uh, 16 pizzas. The first pizza with sausage and chicken. The second pizza with pepperoni. Wait, no pepperoni on the second pizza. Half pepperoni, though. Uh, the other half non-pepperoni. So whatever topping you can make that, just make that non-pepperoni. Um, the third pizza, I would like some macaroni shells on there, mm. uh, but not cooked. I don't want cooked mac- macaroni shells on the pizza. Understandable. Please don't put those on there. Uh, the fourth pizza, I want it flipped upside down and spun into itself. No cheese. Extra crispy if possible on that one. Uh, fifth pizza, we're talking, I want the other four pizzas on top of the fifth pizza. That'll be perfect. Um, and then just sort of deep fry the whole thing. Now, for the sixth pizza, I really, I don't really care what you do for this pizza. You can do whatever you want. But on the box, I was hoping you could write the entire, every, Every law written in the United States on, on the inside of that box, just every single one, that'd be fantastic. That's no problem. Um, seven pizza, just a peanut butter pizza would be fine. Extra peanut butter, hold the anchovies. Um, eight pizza, eight pizza, the wow. Oh, I'm sorry about that. My apologies. Um, eight pizza, I really want to have anchovies, hold the peanut butter. Ninth pizza, I want you to throw out the rest of the pizzas, let them sit in the alleyway for about three to four days. Then put them back in the oven and sprinkle cheese on top. That'll be the ninth pizza. That's a good idea. Uh, tenth pizza, I really just I just want to know that you care. Could you shape it in a heart for me? That would be really nice. Um, the 11th to the 16th pizza, you know, I, I kind of just, I'm a big fan of just cheese only plain. And, you know, we're having a big party right now. So let's just keep those plain. Uh, maybe put some garlic on one of them. I mean, a garlic pizza sounds pretty good right now. But otherwise, I think that would be pretty great for me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward, and I think it's good. said it's 30 minutes less, or 30 minutes or less, and it's free. So, um, can't wait to get that in. Thank you so much. We don't make that claim. 30 minutes or less. <laughs> okay, so a couple of things about that. I have no idea who that is. Well, perfect. Well, maybe he's a maybe the guy just really wants his pizza. Okay, so. I'm very grateful for our listeners. We've gotten, since we started the hotline a couple months ago, or whenever it was, we've gotten some really fantastic calls. Of all of those call, great calls, this is near my the top of my list. This is one of my favorite calls we've ever gotten. Wow, really? Yes. Is it because you don't know who it is? I mean, that's part of it, but, but the fact that he starts out the call saying, I want to order 16 pizzas, and then he commences... Now, he doesn't come up with 16 pizzas. That's my one criticism of the call. Is that <laughs> <laughs> He goes through the entire call. <laughs> Cops out on pizzas 11 through 16. Yeah, he just, he just references real quickly pizzas 11 through 16 or whatever. Okay, so, so that aside, he still says, I want 16 pizzas, and then goes about n- naming 11 or 12 unique pizzas. <laughs> I, I mean, I I absolutely love this call. It's one of my favorites of all time. I like 
I want half pepperoni, half not pepperoni. (laughs) (laughs) And and he didn't specify what the other half was. He said it could be anything, just not pepperoni. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Could be literally anything. There's just so many things that that match up with my sense of humor that make me. I, I've I've listened to this call a few several times. Thank you for leaving that message. It's one of my favorites. I really really enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's that's and, saying a lot since we've had a lot of celebrities call. I see. I didn't even think about that. I mean yeah. we've had we've had presidents, we've had dictators, we've athletes. had comedians, we've had athletes. I mean we've had a ton of really great calls. We, yeah. we we now we now have a podcast grandpa and grandma who are fantastic. We have an advice column, hacks, life hacks. I know, I know. We've I, w- when we started sourcing information from our listening audience, they've come through in spades, and I've enjoyed all of it. But I but I do I really do enjoy the anonymous pizza guy. <laughs> but, but this anonymous pizza call is the, is, <laughs> is the, crim the, the crim. apex of the, well, it shut her down. <laughs> it's never getting better than this. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm aware I'm aware now that we've uh, certainly since we've now that we've taken inventory just now how ridiculous that sounds. <laughs> I don't know why this is so funny to me, but it is. I like your assessment there. Let's just let's just cancel the show. We should just all push stop on record because what's the point of continuing yeah. on after that? Here's the real challenge for anonymous pizza guy. How do you follow that up? Like where where do you? Th- that's not a string of humor. You can't. Like is he gonna is he gonna call up and name another twelve pizzas? <laughs> he should call up and read all of the laws that are written in America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wants all. He wants them on the inside of a pizza lid. Uh, so, <laughs> hear that pizza guy? I was about to say something similar. Is we have to throw down the gauntlet because now he's he's left one of my favorite messages in the history of the show. So, anonymous pizza guy, what he got for us next? So there you go. Then the cue dramatic music. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> right. Okay, here we go. Hey there. This is Trisha from Two Girls on a Bench. Trisha. This is the way I talk. <laughs> I just wanted to say um, hi, and we are so excited to be part of the Pod 6 Network, part of your Pod 6 people. Pod 6 people. Pod 6 people. Pod 6 people. <laughs> Um, that's like a random South Park reference in case you don't know. Anyways, yay. Um, thank you and have a good one. Bye. Dude, how great is her enthusiasm? <laughs> yay. I love that. Okay, so Adam and Derek, that's uh, Trisha from Two Girls on a Bench, and they are the newest addition to the Podfix Network. Oh, welcome. Yeah, and, and they've actually been listeners to our show for a while. And I think they came across us when they were listening to the More Gooder Than podcast. But they are great. They've, they've got great chemistry together. They've got a really fun show. And uh, and we we want to welcome them to the Podfix Network. They're, they're members of the network now. Welcome, welcome. I love the enthusiasm. Yeah, thank you so much for calling. And, and we love you guys. And, and we've interacted with them on social media a bit. So and I, I, yeah. Yeah, they're in our group. So um, yeah, thanks for leaving a hotline message. Yes, you guys are awesome. All right, here we go. Our very last message. And, and by the way, I've not listened to this. I have no idea what this is. Awesome. Hello, this is Russian Bear, and this is how I talk. Oh, dear. I'm calling here to say that Adam has paid his debts in full, and he is now under protection of Russian Bear's organization. If you have a problem with that, 
you have problem with Russian bear. And trust me, you don't want problem with Russian bear. I'll be watching you. You do not need to find Russian bear. Russian bear finds you. Dunsty. <laughs> wow. Guess who's under protection now? <laughs> me. Me, baby. Me. You mess with me, you mess with Russian bear. <laughs> Russian bear. Russian bear. Did Russian bear sign out with Dunsky? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how you know uh-huh. the message was over. All right. Cool. Dunsky's our official sign off. That's how we know that your message is concluded. Nice. All right. Yep. I thought he was just rushing up the done. <laughs> well, I mean that too in this case. Mm-hmm. But so so Trisha did it too. She said this is how I talk. That's the mm-hmm. official phrase that you use to authenticate who you are. Yeah, no, I I've heard that. Boy, I, I need to pay more attention when I listen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we started recently saying Dunsky at the end of our messages. And so uh Russian Bear did say this is how I talk, so it actually is Russian Bear. Yeah. I mean Russian. this is we know that he's authenticated the message with the Russian bear. So, and so what, what exactly did you do to get Russian bear to come to your rescue? Listen, the details are, I mean, Russian bear told me, I can't, I can't really say. That makes Um, sense. Yeah. And, and I didn't even see Russian bear. It was, it was through like a, a, an opaque glass and he was there, I think, but just saw an outline. I saw an outline with a distorted voice somehow. Um, and I, I, I didn't question, I didn't question it because, you know, I paid my debt and all I know is that now I'm under protection from the Russian bear. So I was just going to ask if Russian bear is actually a bear or like a hairy man. So you're not supposed to ask that question. Okay. Russian bear asks you the questions mm. <laughs> in Soviet Russia. Russian bear asks you and, and you don't go looking for Russian bear. He'll find you. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Well, also, and and this is the case more times than not, I don't know who Russian Bear is either. <laughs> that's that's kind of the point, though. Russian Bear, you know, he, you don't know who Russian Bear is. Right. Well, I, I can tell you that on, on More Gooder Than, who also has a hotline, they have a great hotline and they have a lot of fantastic callers. It's also very funny. They, they have one mystery caller and, and for the life of them, they can't figure out who their mystery caller is. <laughs> that's awesome. Like two thirds of our callers, I have no idea who they are. Unless they say this is how I talk, otherwise you don't know. Right, <laughs> right. But, but, but like, I've never heard of I've never heard of Russian Bear, so I don't know who that is. <laughs> like when LeBron James calls in and says, I, "This is LeBron James. This is how I talk." I'm like, "Oh, it's LeBron James. It's LeBron James, right? Right." But like, I've never heard of Russian Bear. He's just some mysterious bear out there that apparently is giving you protection. Well, yeah, because I mean, we know that I had a small problem back, you know, a couple, a couple, two, the last two episodes, we've had some issues and, uh, you know, I had to kind of pull out some big guns because I was, you know, I had paid my debts, but apparently they weren't registering with the right people. So Russian bear, you know, lent a hand. Thank you, Russian bear. Yep. Okay, great. Well, we don't normally have to do this because we don't usually have a guest, but we do in this case, Derek, before we go, why don't you tell everybody just a little bit about your show and where they can find it? All right. Well, okay. So my show is The Wild Pitch, uh, where we take three random elements and we use them to inspire ridiculous, zany uh, pitches for stupid things. And then we have uh, improvisational conversation 
about those said things. Um, I will say this, though. The show is a bit on hiatus right now, uh, <laughs> only because real life, man, I have been uh, eyeballs deep in work. I've been traveling for work and doing a lot of work stuff. So I haven't had a, had a whole lot of time to actually uh, finish up the show. But do know that it will be coming back. So it's plenty of time to go through the back catalog. Uh, you know, there's like almost... 30 episodes of pitches out there. So uh, 30, yeah, something like that. You haven't concluded it yet, but tell them about the, the most recent series. No, yeah, we're we're uh, in the middle or at the end of a six-part murder mystery where my, my robot co-host was senselessly murdered by uh, somebody at a dinner party, and we spent six episodes trying to figure out who it was. And that conclusion is coming. That will be the next episode. That will be the after hiatus. So there's a cliffhanger. It's kind of like, uh, you know, like old old TV shows used to go like on break, like at the beginning of December and came back in February. And that's that's what you're waiting for. So now it's just reruns uh, until then. Yeah, and, and and so just to torture your listeners. You mm-hmm. did six episodes of this series of this murder mystery, yes. and stopped just short of the conclusion. Yes, well, the conclusion was ready to go, and then we had a bit of a scheduling and communication error, I guess you can call it. Like I thought I had some stuff lined up, but I guess I didn't. Um, so you know, it is what it is. And then, and then I, I went from like zero to nine hundred at work, so I had to kind wow. of been spending all that time doing work-related stuff so it hasn't been the best but it's a little bit like game of thrones in that mm. there's only one yeah. season left so you've, so you've got, you've got plenty you have plenty of time to to listen to the either just this most recent series or even the like you said the the whole catalog of episodes yeah. just in time for you to catch up and then conclude yeah so yeah, yeah the conclusion will come out in july of 2019 uh we will be <laughs> <laughs> just right before the final book, uh, well, the sixth and seventh books of the Wild Pitch are finished being written uh, right now. So, uh, you know, can you wait for the books or you can wait for the conclusion? You know, your choice. Sure, sure. And where can they find at least the back episodes until you conclude? Oh, it's real simple. Wildpitchpodcast.com or Wildpitchcast on the socials. Yeah, there you go. I've heard every episode. It's fantastic. If you like kind of ensemble improv comedy you will very much enjoy this show so please do check it out okay well that concludes this week's staff meeting if you're not in our facebook group please come join us there we'd love to have you it's called the gravity beard interns it's an endless source of entertainment of all kinds the number for the hotline if you'd like to contribute there is 321-465-2180 thank you to everyone for contributing so much great stuff to both of them See the show notes for more information from my dear friend and co-host, Lord Saunders, and our guest today, Derek, from the Wild Pitch Podcast. I'm your other co-host, Toaf, and we'll see you next time. Later. Peace. from the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.